and welcome to the Weird Geeks Horror Show, where every Friday we'll be covering another instalment in a classic horror franchise. Go to weirdgeeks.com and Weird Geeks on iTunes to check out our other podcast series, social medias, Twitch streams, contact details and news on our very own feature films, albums, shorts and more that are currently in production for our publisher, We Are Tessaly. Weird Geeks is not affiliated with any of the rights holders of the films referenced and no infringement is intended. Hello and welcome back to the Wee Geeks Horror Show, where every single Friday we take you through another installment in the classic horror retrospective franchise. I'm your host, Al White, and guiding me through the murky waters of all the Piranha films is Katie Watson. I feel like I wish I could make a dolphin sound right now to emulate what's about to happen. That I cannot. Yeah. And we should have just recorded a clip of that dolphin that they killed for the sound effect. Could have played it on here. It's a terrifying sound effect. It's um, we're here dying. To talk about- <laughs> I think they stole it from the cove. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Aww. Don't let me think about the cove. We're going to talk about Piranhas from 1995. We're calling it Piranhas because otherwise it's called Piranha and that gets confusing and only Halloween gets to do that. Called the same movie again and again. Fuck them. Gets a 3.8 out of 10 on the old IMDb's. But hello, if you're new to us, did it the wrong way around. Hello and welcome. <laughs> Please head on over to wearegeeks.com. Wearegeeks.com where you can patch out all of our previous podcasts. We've done at least 57 of them. And you can listen to them all there. Um, sort of. It, it will branch you out to iTunes and the podcast channels. And please rate us and please subscribe to us because generally you can support us. We do this for free. Do it for free. Seriously. None <laughs> of one's getting paid. <laughs> Don't do any bait trans. Not going to do any banner ads. And by the love of God, we will not try and sell you any. Speedos. <laughs> totally. Wait, that this was last year. We will try to sell you. Okay. Mood color you tell, this is, speedos. This is how you know we're not scripted in any way whatsoever. No. <laughs> the only person Alex who can think so on bad. the spot like that is Alex. Alex is really good at it. I'm, I feel people, but Alex is used to it now. Now he knows. So, no, but Alex, he knows I'm doing it. I know, but he used to do improv. We have not Sure, but he doesn't need to do improv. He can literally, like, rehearse it because he knows I'm going to ask him at the beginning of any podcast. Now, you guys know for next week, I expect a super good one. All right, do it again. I have an answer. Oh, Alex got it. We don't do any patrons. We're not going to do any banner ads. And by the love of God, we won't try and sell you any. Salt and pepper shakers dressed as men in sombreros. (laughs) But I want one. (laughs) Whoa, you got one. I have one. <laughs> Someone sold them to you, Allie. Uh, Why would you deny other people that I'm drawing? saying I'm not going to let anyone else buy it from me. They're not for sale. Oh, is it cactus? Is that like uh, a magnetic cactus? Yeah, it's magnetic. So that the little guy is which one? He's somewhere. resting under his sombrero. Which one is salt and cactus. which one is pepper? The sombrero man is salt. Nice. Cactus is pepper. Nice. Oh, yeah. Allie, can you... Cactus can you do a video spicy. of this on your Instagram, please, so our listeners can see yes. the magnetic wonder that is your salt and pepper shaker? Can I get you in the background? No. You do whatever you want to do. <laughs> oh. oh. I'm going to. <laughs> I will put the moon on my Just face. proof this is happening Katie! right now. <laughs> Katie <laughs> looks like a moon. I'm an eclipse. <laughs> she looks like. I'm an eclipse. <laughs> 
What's great is no one will be able to hear us on your Instagram because you got headphones. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. They won't hear you. <laughs> You're just in my head. Where can people check out that wonderful video? If I put it on Instagram, it gets deleted in 24 hours. So I should put it on Twitter. No, you can do it as a video on the actual pictures on Instagram now. Huh? <laughs> what? Yeah, but what if that she doesn't want to put that on Instagram? What do you mean to Instagram? post it? I don't want to post it to my Instagram. Well, then post it on your Twitter. Okay. Yeah. There's a video on Twitter. You don't give a shit about your Twitter. No, I only have 11 followers. <laughs> well, you might have to unlock it because I think your Twitter's locked. I just checked it out today. It is. <laughs> so maybe unlock your Twitter. <laughs> wow. I don't say anything exciting. And also, I just down like redid it a month ago. So I'm still trying to remember to use it. I got one new follower yesterday. Pretty excited about it. What's up? I bet it's from this podcast. Well, they liked a tweet I did about Euphoria, the show, and then started following me. And I was like, that's right. It's all downhill from here. Yes, I also love Euphoria. I love when people do that when they follow you from one thing you say, and then they look at the rest and like, oh, I'm out. Yeah, I know. I was like, you didn't read through the rest of me. You mean... You don't only exclusively talk about euphoria. No. <laughs> I'm out. This isn't a euphoria fan page. <laughs> this was the product of me binge watching it for two days. And then I tweeted about makeup with glitter in it. <laughs> if we're skirting for longer than usual around the film that we're reviewing this week, it'll become crazily apparent pretty soon. we've already reviewed it. <laughs> it's going to be a short one. If you've uh, but seen we'll the that. original, then you... Or, yeah, you know it's about to happen. <laughs> we'll get that in a minute. Uh, before we get there, though, we do like to take a look at the landscape that was. We're looking at the year 1995. Katie Watson. Oh, my God, Titans. you guys. What a freaking year for films. I'll tell you what. What Titans was piranhas what up against the worldwide box office. What a be alive. Woo! Number 10. Well, number, wait, I can't even decide. There's so many, seriously, you just keep going down and you're like, oh, amazing, amazing, amazing. I'm like, excited for this I'm list. You can do the top 15. Over. Do the top 15. Okay. But also 16. <laughs> While you were sleeping was one of my favorite films. I'm telling you, I watched this movie so many times on VHS. Also one of the creepiest films. I've I mean, made. the title oh, itself is Holman. very creepy if you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That's it's even true. more creepy. It involves comas. Well, yeah, but she's not like having sex with him while he's in a coma. She's having sex with Bill she's Pullman a, while the other guy's in a coma. She's literally brainwashing him. No, she's not. She is. No, she's not. We'll review His it one His family day. It's does. kind of a horror film. No, it's not. <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> Number 15 was Heat. So good. Oh, great film. 14, Outbreak. What? So good. Not a great <laughs> film, but but needed. It's necessary watching in order to appreciate Friends fully. So. That's true. Oh shit! Yeah, Marcel. Number thirteen, Ace Ventura: When Nature Calls. Ooh, Not nice. the best one, but still good. <laughs> there's there's literally only well, there's three, isn't there? There's like Ace Ventura Junior or whatever. Right. <laughs> Which he's uh, number twelve, Braveheart. Come on now, mm. classic. Mm. 11, babe. Ah! What? Taking pigs. <laughs> scary. Come on, you guys. We're not having Katie's the reactions. reactions for this entire podcast. <laughs> this is such you a good one. This is such a good one. Babe um, scares me a little bit, but yeah. That'll do. That'll do. <laughs> 
Number 10. Jumanji. <laughs> I only saw that for the first time with you. Oh my God, you guys. It's the best. <laughs> None of these shitty remakes either. Number nine, Waterworld. This is one of the biggest bombs of all time. Still got to number nine. It's wonderful. Number eight, the original Casper. God, I used to have such a crush on that one. guy, lead. So good. The ghost? No. Oh, well, yeah. CGI he ghost. was the ghost. Super hot ghost. I used to have such a crush on Christina Ricci. Well, as you should. I think I also had a crush on her. Number seven, Still appropriate do. to seven. Yay. Al's favorite My joint film. favorite movie of all time. <laughs> Number six, Batman Forever. You guys. Not my favorite movie of all time. Liz. Yeah, it's such a, I would watch all these. I'm going to go watch all I'm these Forever's right the George Clooney one. Yeah. It's got He's a flaming lips song Batman. in it. I don't, you're just saying all good things to me. I know. I don't know why you wouldn't love it. good things. Number five was Pocahontas. I wasn't allowed to see this at the time it came out. Just but around the river bend. It's all right. Number four, Golden Weirdly, Eye. I've been singing just around the river bend a lot recently. Maybe you need to go to the East Coast. Mm. And uh, then, did you say Eye number four? And then act like you discovered it. Yeah, number four, Golden Eye. We had a Bond film last week as well, didn't we? We did. They're coming out of the woodwork. Number three, Apollo 13. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. Number two, Die Hard with a Vengeance. I think it's my favorite Die Hard movie, actually. Controversial, I feel, but I like it. Whatever. Number one, <laughs> Toy <laughs> Story. You don't like it? What? You don't like Die Hard with a Vengeance? It's fine. Hmm. Number one, Toy, Toy Story. Story. One. Yes. Good one. Hard to go back to Toy Story 1, though. The animation. Incorrect. Have you tried? Yeah. <laughs> Don't look good. I have so Netflix. <laughs> Doesn't look good. Thank you, Katie. That was illuminating as always. Allison. Hi. Horror films, though. That's what we're in. None of this space nonsense and CGI toys. We just toys. said while we you were know. sleeping was a horror film. Well, maybe it'll be on Allie's list. Let's <laughs> find Let's out. Let's find out. <laughs> First on this list from 1995, While You Were Sleeping. <laughs> you may have heard of it. Both this. Some textual comedy. Ha ha ha. Next on the list <laughs> is Candyman, Farewell to the Flesh. I think Jordan Peele's meant to be producing a remake of these, so we'll get to the Candyman series at some point. All right. You should remake While You Were Sleeping. No. Uh, after that is Godzilla versus Destroya. Nice. The spelling that is of that a good is upsetting. I like Destroya. That's how they actually spelled it, but it was for legal reasons. Huh. He, he, this is maybe Godzilla's greatest look. He looks fucking awesome in this. This is he where does. he's like blowing up inside internally. Yeah. It's like a nuclear bomb about to go off. Is this what you're going to be for yeah. Halloween? Ooh, that'd be a sure. good one. Well, we could all go as different eras of Godzilla. There's not enough that of be, us. That will be a very big costume to navigate. <laughs> in London. <laughs> We've got time. Especially if there's two of us. We'll be able to find each other in a crowd, that's, that's for sure. True. <laughs> well, next on the list is actually Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers. 
Number six, we talked about it. It's got the Paul Rudd. The weather outside is weather. <laughs> the power of the runes stopped him, you guys. Did. Power I had of to, the runes. I was talking to some people recently, or this week, Contiguous, who hadn't seen the producer's cut of that. So I, was, I got up and acted out the ending. <laughs> <laughs> Did someone video it? Paul Rudd. Where is that it, video? It, when he emerges from the hospital, yeah. Just oh, like, so please, so little good. smile. I really hope someone recorded that. Him. No, um, sadly not. Following- Should have done it on stage. Following Halloween. Uh, <laughs> that should have been all I said. <laughs> For the intro of a film, she, the power of the runes stopped him and then yes. just run off stage like a maniac. <laughs> That's pretty much all that I remember of it. So, <laughs> Next time. All right. Next on the list, <laughs> The Howling, New Moon Rising. I don't know. I put these on because like, at some point we might have to get to The Howling because a lot of them, I just don't really want to. But there it is. All right. Good to know. Don't vote for this if he does a Twitter poll. Or if you hate him, you. do vote for it. Next on yeah. the list well, is you Leprechaun just swayed that. 3. You swung that vote, didn't you? Yep. Doing what I can. Leprechaun 3. Ugh. What about We'll this? definitely get to these we ones. We will. I'm mildly excited, too. All right. I do not and like I think Alex is perversely slightly excited, too, as well. <sighs> All right. He goes to Vegas and then space. Justin Justin's going to want it. That's then. true. <laughs> Uh, next on the list is The Mangler. Yeah, we're never doing these ones. <laughs> these are maybe the worst series ever made. And Stephen King, based. Uh, following that, we have The Prophecy. Those Christopher Walken films. I haven't seen many of those. Uh, second to last on this list is Species. Ooh, I just rewatched this. Did you? Didn't you? Yeah. Remember, Al? Wow, we were... Yeah, we're watching on TV somewhere yeah, when we're traveling, and then I realized it was a you know edited version for TV, Obviously. and I was like, you can't watch Species edited. It's all about the boobs. That's, <laughs> That's like true. the whole point of Species. Yeah, it's a very weird film without the nudity and blood. It is weird. Well, I mean, it's a weird film anyway. The f- it's aliens just trying to get pregnant. That's the entire film. Yeah, That's the like, elevator pitch. It's like under the skin, or previous to under the skin. Yeah. Only, yeah, not. But not. <laughs> but the synopsis is like sexy yeah. scar JoJo. All right, the last movie on this list is perhaps my favorite movie of all time: Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Next Generation. Spoiler <laughs> alert for the Texas Chainsaw franchise that we did. Ali loves it. Matthew McConaughey, Renee Zellweger gets better and better every time we read this list out loud. Anytime there's a movie Full in 1995. List. Happens a lot, doesn't it? Does, it does, because I've commented on it every time I've been a part of a podcast that reads this. It's happened so much that I got bored of explaining what the films were. So then I would sit back and let Alex just like pretend he knew what the films were. But now Alex has already pretended what all the films were because we keep coming back to the same list. So. Yeah. Anyway, here we are. So that's what Piranhas was up against. I already forget what you said. You said words <laughs> and they meant very little. I'm sure uh, our listeners con- are glad it- they've stuck around for half an hour. <laughs> was there a connection between those films? I mean, uh, we're at 95. This is Halloween. Like horror and there was, was a Halloween movie on the list. Yeah, nah. Horror was lost. This was just before Scream came out and redefined slashes, and then things became focused again. But it was like a black period, really, where it went from like 1989 until I don't know. Seven, seven was pretty dark. I feel like no, we're on the cusp of like some grittiness. No, no, no. But what I mean is is there's normally like horror films in vogue. Like of course there are exceptions oh. and Seven's, you know, a very different type of movie. But I mean, 
it, there's periods where zombie films are invoked, slasher films are invoked, spooky films, found footage, whatever. Like, there's a period where there was very few good horror films coming out, and there's certainly everyone was kind of fed up of everything. It just mm. like nothing was happening. Slashes had died, and then weirdly, Scream would bring them back quick, and then I think you kind of feel from the history of horror, because it was only like six years before they came back again. Um, but yeah, why not, in the midst of that, make a Piranhas remake for Showtime? Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, directed by Scott P. Levy. He's done films like Midnight Tease, The Alien Within. He was second unit director on Blood Fist 3 and Blood Fist 5 and <laughs> Body Chemistry 2. Oh my god. Should we watch Written by we Alex do a director Simon. retrospective on him? No. <laughs> I'm not watching anything <laughs> called Blood Fist. I want to watch something called Body Chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> Written by Alex Simon. <laughs> Who wrote Blood Fist 8, Trained to Kill. The fuck? But I don't think Blood Fist 3 or 5, weirdly. Uh, DP, Christopher Baffer. Now, this guy has done some stuff. He did Idle Hands. He did uh, a lot of Glee, including the pilot. He did a whole bunch of Nip Tuck, Krypton. Mm. And he did um, some American Horror Story, the pilot for that. All right. Um, but most importantly, he did Beethoven's Fifth. So How do you say that? Beethoven's? Is that what you said? Beethoven? Beethoven. Yeah. <laughs> How you said? Beethoven? Beethoven. <laughs> Beethoven? <laughs> I just got, I have a British accent. That's what's happening. There's not a different Does everyone in England pronounce it Beethoven? Well, I'm being a little bit London there, maybe. I can say. I've never heard anyone in England. Well, I've never heard you, anyone you say it, it like that. Beethoven. Beethoven. Yes. yes. You're just you're just drawing out the E, so you just bait. No, we're pronouncing the T. You're you're pronouncing that you're putting Beethoven. emphasis on the H by saying hoven. Yeah. That's a British thing. I just did they're British. Herbs. They <laughs> yeah, so what? Americans say herbs, so you guys don't fucking pronounce that H. Beethoven. I mean technically it should be Beethoven, let's be honest, because it's two E's, so Yeah, but he wasn't Thanks. American. We have nothing to talk about this episode. No, we don't. Um, music by Christopher Lennertz. He did music on many of the films we've already talked about. Midnight Tease, The Alien Within. He also did Humanoids from the Deep. He did a bunch of video games, including some Medal of Honor stuff. He did Alvin and the Chipmunks. Uh, he did a film called Adam, just out of nowhere. And I really like Adam. That's like this really nice uh, movie from 2009. Uh, he did the video game Mass Effect 3. And then he went on to do some big films. Horrible Bosses 2. Sausage Party, My Big Fat Greek Wedding 2, Bad Moms, Baywatch, Pitch Perfect 3, Lost in Space, the TV series, Supernatural, the TV series, and right now, and everybody, tip of everybody's tongues, The Boys. He did the music for that. All right. Which is shocking because spoilers, but the score in this is a fucking abomination. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is so bad. Uh, starring William Cat as Paul Grogan. He was in House, Carrie and super mm. alexandra paul as maggie mcmanara uh she's in christine baywatch melrose place of course uh and sharknado for the fourth awakens monty markham as jr randolph is in we are still here dallas and baywatch darlene carr as dr leticia baines uh she was the voice of the girl in the jungle book the original animated one from oh. back when. Oh, nice she did lots of jesus stuff in the 80s loads and loads <laughs> of religious things and then stopped making films in 1999. I by the way, no one's dead in this cast, as far as I could Hooray! tell. Maybe someone who's somewhere. And introducing in her first 
ever role in a feature film, <laughs> Mila Kunis Mila! as Susie Grogan, of course, from Black Swan, Bad Moms, which presumably is how the musician got that job, uh, Jupiter <laughs> Ascending, Family She's Guy, like, that 70s show. I guy from my first ever feature film. <laughs> right? Oh, you know you should bring in my old pal, Christopher. <laughs> and of course, Mila's greatest role for getting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. That 70s show is pretty good. So, yeah, it's eh, just great. Yeah, Sarah that. Marshall's better. She's pretty hot in that 70s show. She's hot in anything. That's true. What? Forgetting, guys, forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> What's happening right now? We're saying Mila Kunis is hot in anything. Okay, yeah, but. That we all liked any excuse to talk about forgetting, and then you're leaving me out. No, we she's do. also in a, a lot of movie. She's also in a lot of Jim Beam commercials. It's pretty great. Hmm. So, how did this movie get made? I hear you ask. Well, there's very little to talk about. <laughs> Roger Corman still owned the rights. He wanted to remake it. Who knows why his brain works how it does? But that's Roger Corman's brain. He still owned the script for the the rights for the original script. He did it with Showtime. They obviously built off of the same script. So when I say written by the guy above... You don't say... He took... <laughs> yeah. He took the original script and then just retuned it slightly. The, he got them to even remake the same sets pretty much from the original film because he wanted it to cut together with the original film because, in case you didn't notice, they recycled and reused some footage from the original film as <laughs> well. did indeed. Um, and that's pretty... You know, it just happened. Then it went to TV. And here we are now talking about it. I think we've already talked about it more than anybody ever has including the creators good yep. good but let's do it shall we chirping jungle sounds and then wispy 90s singing oh <laughs> oh i think that's gregorian chant <laughs> i was very upset straight away uh and stock footage of the moon and then the title comes up and you know you're in for a shrug of a movie yeah. until you see mila kunis's name on the credits my first note was, I excited. hate this movie already. And then I wrote in all caps, Mila Kunis. <laughs> I'm excited. Angel, look it up. <laughs> Let's see if she delivers. We have a shot of a no trespassing fence. And a pair of backpacking kids break in. So sorry, in case we haven't made it clear. This is beat for beat, the exact same fucking film that we reviewed two weeks ago. Yeah. It's very rare that you get to do this. We've never got to do this before, where it's like almost a shot-by-shot remake. There's a few little bits they tweak here and there, which made it more annoying, because I almost didn't really take any notes, but they changed just enough where I'm like, oh, did I just forget that happens in the original, or did it not happen? And then I was trying to go back to the original, and then I was like, I don't want to waste my life doing this. No. So I'm hoping between the three of us, we can jog each other's memories on certain questions I have. But yeah, majority, this is more of a like, it's not quite to Gus Van Sant, style when he did redid psycho and he very purposely did it exactly shot for shot uh this is just scene for scene and mm -hmm. a lot of dialogue is the same but yeah it is directed differently i so mean directed sure. in a very loose turn yeah these backpacking kids break in um she's this sort of hot bubbly girl and he's this nerdy guy and she's moaning because she wanted indiana jones but it's got woody allen That's pretty there's funny. a lot of references in this yeah. film I think that's mostly what the writer added. Well, there's a lot of references in this opening scene, but then we kind of lose that later. She makes all these references to old films, to Woody Allen, yeah, to they Indiana bring to up the Bergman time and Alton later. Like, well, so her, shit. so her and the director character are the only ones who yeah. do callbacks to anything. But, but completely just pointless. 
I just love how he makes a mention, the Woody Allen character in this makes a mention of like, oh, be careful. This is obviously a test site. There could be like old warheads lying around. And she's like, let's go find them. And like literally skips off with her double Ds bouncing like across this. And I was like, who birthed these children who are like excited about the idea of finding a warhead in an abandoned test site? ridiculous and we've got two more films till we get to the double d's just to be clear Man. well are you sure I she's not in it can't wait <laughs> yeah i mean this is no longer when was the first one 78 it was post vietnam this one's post cold war mm. that's really what's happening here isn't it yeah so warheads are in and exciting uh these two are just immediately way more annoying than the original pairing that we got even less believable of a couple yeah yep Completely. And it's kind of, I don't really see him very well anyway. It's just so dark. But what I was, I, I, my immediate note was like, oh my God, because she touches the water and we get the fisheye opening. I'm like, oh wow, they're going to be that slavish. <laughs> the original. Yeah. Even the bad ideas are going to stay in. Yeah, most of them. Because you think, yeah. Uh, she fakes being, getting got under the water and then pushes him as she undresses. Uh, while asking him if he's seen Attack of the Crab Monsters, which is what every man wants to hear when a woman's taking <laughs> off her clothes. Yep. Uh, but we have a full nude, which is a rare in the Weird Geeks Horror Show. Doesn't happen very often. Normally just boobs. This chick but, didn't yeah. care. This girl works in porn or something. Like She was like, I'll take off anything you want. Yep. You yeah, want me to sure have real sex? To keep her underwear okay. on. Yeah. <laughs> but she just like went for it. <laughs> And so, yeah, he's all giddy and happy about it. They start swimming in the water, and then a piranha bites his penis, <laughs> which is a different rewrite from last time. And what I wrote down here in my notes was, oh, shit, are we going to have to watch people on a raft again? <laughs> yep. That was my That's... greatest fear as I saw this opening and then the subsequent shots. So I was like, we're going to do the same film? Yep. I was like, heading this... for the raft. <laughs> it's now going to feel even longer and more stupid. <laughs> Because I know what's happening. It's ridiculous. I've been rafted out. And what's even more bewildering is they cut away to the moon again as she gets got. Yeah. It was, I mean, it didn't get was such this. a great idea the first time. So we presume they just didn't have the footage the first time. <laughs> or it she was wasn't so... a good enough actor, which might have also been the reason they cut her <laughs> in this one. And, and here is even more weirder because they cut back from the moon and her boobs are just right in the camera and she gets pulled into the water. But we do get something new. We're in LA. Now uh, we're going to get a tiny bit, one scene of setup um, for why our PI lady is sent on her way. JR, Barbara's uncle. So Barbara's the girl with the boobs who just died. He's hiring Maggie to find his niece and wants her back for the big old opening that he's got of a resort that we're going to get to a little bit later. He's the largest land developer in the land. And he's got a $60 million resort opening on Friday. Now, this Maggie sucks. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, she's I don't think terrible. it's just her. No, she's no. really bad, though. Like, throughout this, she is really bad. She's the, like, the antithesis for me of what... I mean, it's mid-90s, but I always think of it as late 80s, but I guess it was more early 90s. TV, just terrible, like, soap opera, middle of the day. Just everything from what she's wearing to her hairstyle to the acting style to like everything is just like no this just reeks of a time where i dared not turn on american tv because it would <laughs> well, have this shit her, all over it. her playing against is his name aaron i forget now what's his paul 
her playing against the Paul character, she's like a half a foot taller than he is. She just looks really stiff. The way that they dress her gives her like very stark, like anti-feminine vibes. And it's just, it's so strange. Like their chemistry, I thought the chemistry in the first one was strange. This one is just non-existent. Like there's no way these two care about each other in any way. But the first one was, it was at least, she was, Weird. She's balmy. She was bubbly. She was like a younger girl. And in this one, it's now someone who almost seems older than him, taller than him, would never, ever talk to him in any. Well, that's not true. He kind of looks like he could be a soap opera star as well. He's way too good looking. But anyway, yeah, I I didn't like her at all. I just thought she was so terribly cast. There's going to be something that I keep saying throughout, but there's just no one's having any fun here. No. A, they're playing it so po-faced that at least in the original, yeah, these characters were weird and crazy and doing strange things and you could get some energy off of that. Mm. Here it's just like sucked dry because they seem to think, yeah, they're in the middle of a, a soap opera in the middle of the day and they got to play it all like drama. And right. it's like, nope, you can't do that. Particularly when, yeah, we're cutting straight to, I'm just going to call him Fishboy. Uh... <laughs> she's kind of straight to him at lost river estates and resort as she's driving just again we don't get any filler no her looking for it she's driving direct to his house for some reason yep much more sensibly though than our original lead did she she was driving all over the place this one's sticking to the roads and he's having a drink with a good old boy just chatting about stuff what's going on nothing i mean they pair all this back to be honest so we get even less character time um and then she just turns up at his house still really weird don't really, un- I think this would be one of those things you could like, oh, I could improve this. Nope, just do it I again. mean, everything that was problematic in the first movie, they just add in one line of dialogue in this version to kind of clear up that question mark rather than actually develop it and come up with an idea. So yeah, but so- made it so much less enjoyable because, like Al was saying, they like zapped all the comedy out of it. Yeah, so no, I totally her- agree. Her like being polite and not awkward in his home and him not being shit faced like it now we're just two awkward people that are standing there trying to be serious. And then when she's like, you're going to take me to this test site. And he's like, no, I'm not. Yes, you are. It's like, like, oh, wait, I completely out of the blue. Yes, I am. Right. It's Mm -hmm. so strange. It's really strange. Imagine, if you will, for a moment that this lead male was played by Lance Henriksen. What if <laughs> he had the cocaine intensity oh, that he shit. had last week? It would be more entertaining for sure. <laughs> really would. They'd be going up to the test site in his helicopter. <laughs> there would be no raft. <laughs> there would be no raft. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to sail this raft down the river so fast. <laughs> yep. We're going to dynamite the shit out of these piranha. <laughs> be great. So they break into the facility, explore just an abandoned building. <laughs> we get this, and, and then they come over the crest of this hill, and we get this crazy dramatic crane shot to a tiny fucking paddling pool. <laughs> it looks like a kiddie pool, like the party version really of does. a kiddie like, pool, so that like 10 kids could be in it instead of three. Yep. Are you kidding me? I laughed out loud, <laughs> and yep. I don't do that to comedy like this was just insane that they couldn't surely someone somewhere just had a pool i know she's she's like paul 
And then it does this crane shot. A, she from where her vantage point is until she walks to this cliffside, she wouldn't have been able to even see over this vista yeah. when she's looking <laughs> so concerned because as the camera pulls over the top, she is also walking so that she can see it. And then B, yeah, it just it. looks like someone's home that just happened to be by this <laughs> test site. And then she's like, look, there's a pool. Oh my God, so what? We're going to get told later that there are hundreds of these thousands upon thousands is what they say. Absolutely ludicrous. This yep. is, I mean, honestly, this is comedy gold. But this scene that I'm fine with, I'm like, if it can all be this ludicrous, then fine. <laughs> like, at least there's something to laugh oh at. Oh my God. But no, uh, she finds the daughter's engraved necklace. And then decides um, immediately, what do we do? We're going to drain the pool. Because that's the <laughs> only logical like step in your thought process and we get introduced to the prana noise here when she puts a hand into the pool <laughs> and ooh, Dying dolphins. rabid dolphin sound Absolutely which later terrifying. will be thrown in some eagle screeching yeah we go. did yeah <laughs> that's when things really heat up <laughs> oh my gonna God. tail it with some eagles maybe that's the flying prana we just don't get to see them they're just out, that's of, true. out of camera shot <laughs> still up there somewhere <laughs> 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 I would just love if every them- now and then like you would see behind them unbeknownst to the character there's just something like a fish flying <laughs> just sitting in a tree branch yeah. <laughs> I was expecting our little weird guy from the first movie to make another I appearance know. again in tree branches in this one and they cut him out I know so upsetting that was the best you get the part weird of the jaws? first one. I'm thinking I'm thinking, oh, are they going to do it? They're going to, because there's, no, they take out the good bits. Yep. It's awful. So Absolutely stupid. craziness. But yeah, so she drains the pool, and then a woman scientist now, because we're now in the mid 90s, right? Females can be Hashtag scientists feminism. too by this point. There you go. Tax them like a crazy person. Paul is knocked unconscious for just a second. Uh, <laughs> a PI lady does this great scream of, it's like real so soap opera acting. You can see that Baywatch like just, training coming in. It feels like she just like walked on and him sleeping with her sister or something. <laughs> he got hit by a um, shelf. She didn't know what to do. I know, but it wakes him up. Yeah. His name being screamed. He goes, oh, comes to. They both take the lady down to Lady Scientist. Um, and then there's this brilliant brilliant edit where pi lady jump once it's strange she jumps into the tiny tiny pool in this dramatic kind of superhero way yeah <laughs> and then just immediately licks the dirty so dirty gross. bottom of the pool Merc thoughtful goes hmm salt water Ugh. and then we pan out and we see she jumped down about two feet yeah well, and then obviously she can see that there's a freaking skeleton in this pool yeah, this that she just licks the bottom of. Gross. After after he's handed her his canteen at one point and she wiped the lip because he he's drank from that. I was like, you would rather lick. lick the bottom of that disgusting test site <laughs> pool, but you won't drink out of his canteen. An obviously like really hot dude in like double sweaters. You're in a... Chandler outfit from Friends. Like you need to calm down. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. So they find dog. Definitely dog bones this time. They've rectified that question. If it's Not even that, bones. it's so tiny. Yeah, little dog. And uh, but yeah, same deal. Scientist takes off, crashes the car after swerving to avoid a stuffed deer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watch out for those stuffed deer. 
meanwhile, old boy's with his dog by the river, feet dangling, dog starts barking, and he gets got with more crazy noises. And this time, okay, so they're changing the first thing. And okay, I'm gonna make an argument here throughout this film that they bear with me that story here makes more sense the things they change make the film actually better on the page now i don't mean dialogue necessarily and i certainly don't mean what we're witnessing in a scene to scene situation but here's the first thing that they change is that they they want to ring for help with this scientist but there's no phone anywhere so they have to take her they have to kidnap her (laughs) still doesn't really make sense, but makes mildly more sense with let's kidnap this scientist, put her on a raft and terrorize her. It's still like the amount of dialogue that they've had with this person is atrocious. Like, they've said two words maybe to each other. And most of those words from the scientist at least were stop, don't. And they mm-hmm. hit like they then knock her unconscious. But for them then to assume that she's dangerous because she lives in a place that has a pool that had dog bones at the bottom of it and just happened to have this girl's necklace there. It's like, that doesn't make any connection to her and the disappearance of this girl, Barbara. It means maybe this girl, Barbara, has broken into this woman's home and swam in her pool. I'm agreeing with you. But that doesn't just... lead them to tying up this woman and putting her on a freaking Huckleberry Finn raft and taking her down a river. I agree with you. All I'm saying is, that it makes slightly more sense than it did in the first one. Whereas in the first one, at this point, I was like, these guys are now the antagonists. In this one, they seem a little bit more confused, and he does have a line about we need to get help, but they have no way to contact anyone. And so I'm slightly more on board with their journey in this one than I was in the original in terms of how it could look on paper. Again, not from the acting or the directing or the score or anything that's actually happening that I'm witnessing. But just from, I see why they think these things might be a good idea. That's all I'm trying to say. I just miss everyone being drunk, like in the first one. Because at least that then validated stupid decisions. But in this one, they're now being serious and sober. And it does not work. Yep. So yeah, they're on the raft. He mentions he's got a daughter that he built the raft for. But she's afraid of water. And she's at camp right now. So now we cut to the camp. Mila Kunis. Little Mila. She's daughter. She's like 12 years old or something. She's hanging out with brunette counselor who is, is, a nice, is a nice counselor and the blonde one's a bitch. That's the separation we're getting here of hairstyles. Yep. Brunette, you can be smart. If you're blonde, you're going to be a terrible human or being. Or redhead. Well, it also is just like we are just going to switch out the male roles for women. And yes. Well, yeah. Number two. Number two thing. Yep. It got rid of the terrible, terrible lead counselor, dude. And I'm happy about that. Yeah. Because as soon as I saw the raft, I was like, please, well, let's not have until someone until you see this one later on. Well, yeah. Then you're no, like, she's terrible too. I kind of wish I had the other guy. I do like the line, do you know what intestinal fortitude means? <laughs> <laughs> um, and they change something else as well. They're, they're not just like for- going to force her to swim the next day because of why not. They're shooting a commercial for the resort. Everything's tying a little bit more into the story. Again, the setup is tying more into the story because the JR is the guy opening the resort who's lost his niece. This is the guy's daughter who's then doing something for it. Everything's just a little bit tighter in how a structure of a movie should be. Everything's sort of feeding into each other a little bit better. I appreciate that. And Mila Kunis 
it's hard not to like it's really weird when you see actors that you only know as adults and you suddenly see them as a kid but she's all right yeah she's like suitably has very little to do she's very sympathetic and you can certainly tell she's got she could grow up to have screen presence for sure you mean that she's gonna grow up to be hot is that what you're saying kind of but there's also like something that there's like she seems quite relaxed if you know what i mean right on film which is not something everybody has at that age she doesn't seem to really give a shit what's going on around she her. She does a really good, like, glare eye contact thing later at the very end of the film as well. So. Oh, yeah, she does. Actually, that's good. Yeah, and then we get, well, what I think is going to be another change, and I don't think it really happened, goes anywhere, where they're on the raft. He says, we can't make it to the dam before dark, so we're going to have to camp. Uh, but then they come across the barking dog. Yep. So they get distracted. And they find Randy, his leg's gone. And just like the original film, looking at his friend he's like oh my god my friend's legs have gone i'll go get a shovel (laughs) (laughs) yep it's fucking crazy it still makes no sense to me no there's no laws here you don't have to notify anyone that someone died and you're burying them well just he just remorseful the whole thing is that he's like he wouldn't want to be buried in town it's like yeah yeah but you otherwise people will think you murdered him You're the only other person who lives up here. And she's just completely fine with it. She's like, yeah, you're probably right. That's a good idea. I just met you today, but I'm sure you're, you know what you're doing. Also, they just leave the lady passed out on the raft. As soon as, like, she's yeah. unconscious oh, yeah. still. They jump off and they're just like, yeah, she'll be fine. Oh, but they'll bring yeah. her inside in a minute. Don't right. worry. For another ridiculous scene. <laughs> Well, I got excited here because I was remembering the scene of the PI lady moving from sofa to sofa as she gradually tries to have <laughs> sex with Fishboy. <laughs> so I thought, oh, how are they going to play that out in this one? Well, we'll get to that in a second. But by the kids' camp, brunette counselor is telling a spooky story and they edit the screams of the kids with the doctor waking up in a little flourish of creativity. And then she's just saying, razor teeth, razor teeth, razor teeth. And the PI lady just looking all serious and stuff. What's that? What's razor teeth? But then Paul comes in. Oh my God. This is my favorite gets part. It's right in her face. Hello. <laughs> Hello. He walks in. He's like, here, I'll have a go. And then starts screaming in her face. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's I know how to handle what's so good about it. Oh one God. moment. What's up? What's so good about it is him and the PI lady are in his bedroom. When the doctor wakes up and screams, the PI lady runs through to like address this screaming. And for absolutely, it take, there's no reason for it. It takes him ages to come through. And when he does, you can see he's doing like an actor thing of like, oh, the director didn't tell me what I should have been doing. So he's just like rubbing his jaw and I was probably doing something <laughs> might have involved my jaw. <laughs> Maybe I had a quick man shave and then just runs over to the woman. Yeah, to start just wailing at her. <laughs> Again, they don't know anything about her. They have no, no foundation for this sort of behavior. Nothing. And then when she answers nothing, he says, well, don't worry. We'll let the authorities beat it out of her tomorrow. <laughs> what? It's like, what? Where do you live? Is this? I, again, if he was hammered, this would make more sense. But yeah. he's not. Well, this is the thing, though, because then they go back to the bedroom and I'm thinking, oh, OK, they've transposed the living room scene to the bedroom. Surely things are going to get sexy, sexy. They look at each other. She's standing in the doorway. He's in bed, lying back. He says, we've got a busy day tomorrow. 
She just fucking turns and walks out, doesn't even <laughs> say a word, doesn't nod at him. And then he puts his hands behind his back and looks at her in this weird, sexy way. But after she's left. <sighs> and I wrote down, this movie is either picking up or picking down. I'm not sure. <laughs> but weird shit's starting to happen. Uh, so strange. Um, and they brought the dog with them on the raft this time. They didn't last time, did they? They let it Oh, they have wild. some awful plans. <laughs> we'll get to your text in a second. Now. This is where all of my notes start getting capitalized. Same here. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, the dogs before that, the dogs telling them all about the piranhas. Um, and now we get to signify that the piranhas are coming because bubbles approach. And for some unknown reason, the dog jumps in. <laughs> deciding to attack the bubbles and they just watch this dog get ripped to pieces as Ali gets very upset and sends me this text in capitals with no punctuation they're killing the fucking dog are you fucking kidding me fuck this movie I still feel yep. the same way That's- I put what the fuck the dog dies I am out and I legitimately paused the film and went and made some food and got a drink <laughs> Of an alcoholic nature, because I was like, I don't know if I can handle this movie. Don't go, go. I wrote in all caps essentially what I texted Al, and then I followed it up with, I think I can stop taking notes on this movie. (laughs) I don't know when everyone got very sensitive about dogs dying in horror films at some point over the last like year or two. You tell me that there is a character in this movie more likable than the dog. No, no, but that's a good thing. Like, it's good when you subvert your expectations. It's like when they, like, for years, horror films wouldn't kill children, and eventually they started doing it. And for a while, everyone was like, oh, thank goodness, they're killing the children. Because it was just like, you should be shocked in a horror film. And we used to be fine with them killing animals, but at some point in the last two years, we all got very sensitive, and there's this fucking Twitter movement of, if they kill the dog, I'm not watching it. And it's like, it's a horror film. <laughs> what You should be horrified. But they the kill the dog in a lot of films. Is what I'm saying. But those films are good. Yeah, you have to validate. You have to bring yourself up to the level of being able to kill a dog. That's how I feel about that. And this film is not up to that level. And I would rather watch everyone, including Mila Kunis, jump in this river and get destroyed and have that dog than on that raft for the rest of the film. I would rather (laughs) watch that movie. Again, I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying... Out of the kills we get in this movie, this is one of only maybe two fairly decent ones. <laughs> like, it's pretty violent. Chunks of the dog pop up. And unlike the other kills where they can't afford just bits of fluff to throw in the water, I presume a dog carcass is cheap enough they can do all of this stuff. But then it's just weird because he just leans in and he's like, she knew what they were and she attacked them. I'm like, what? What? A, why does that matter? And B, how did... They're... <laughs> Admiring the heroic moves of this dog. That's the thing. They're like, what a hero. They pull out a little piranha head, which shows us what the actual piranha looked like. So then when we see their silhouettes later, we know those are not the piranha. (laughs) Those are the angry perch that are following the piranha. Nothing to worry about here. Well, those are are the footage from the original film that they stole. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) It really is. It's true. Meanwhile... In case you missed them from the first film, father and son are fishing up the river. The nets are ripped, and he's moaning about this Taiwanese crap, saying there ain't nothing like a good old American net. Wait till we get to the next one, made in New Jersey. 
Because <laughs> everyone wants things made in New Jersey. Um, yeah. Everyone's favorite. And what they should have made in New Jersey is this little kid actor because he sucks. I mean, yes. He's terrible. He keeps laughing in the camera. And it's like, yes, you're in a movie. You need to be serious. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about this yes. movie is funny. Like, <laughs> you need... Um, a dog just died. Someone, you need to look, show some at least respect. Someone was having a good time on this movie. Let him have his good time. Oh my god! Meanwhile, back at the camp for the kids, we've got the director's turned up. He's called Terry. He's flirting like heck with the blonde girl. He's called Gina. And they do this terrible half-baked shot where they try to copy what the director's saying, where he's like, "I want to pan across all of you." And then we're going to zoom out to like reveal this behind you. And they do the pan, but they don't have, they can afford to rent the zoom lens. So they can't do the end of what he's saying he wants to do. Then it's like, well, then get him to say something else. Get him to say what you can do. Right. So bad. But this is an accurate portrayal of a director. So, you know, that's good. That's what it's uh, like working with you. Yeah, yeah. The dad on the boat gets got. While his son's screaming, Daddy, Daddy! Which they is cast all this he will kid say for way the too the old to be that stupid. Like, if they wanted someone yep. who just doesn't understand death, cast a younger kid. Yep. Yep. They could only find one black kid, Allie. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. And then the, um, the doc's talking about Eastern Europe and Russia. So that's what we've got now instead of Vietnam. Like we said, it's all about the Cold War. That's why they developed them. Says there were hundreds of them left. But not in that fucking pool that wasn't. And then says the immortal lines, I never meant to kill anyone. This was for science. Which never trust anyone who says anything is for science and I didn't mean to kill people. <laughs> Again, I am on the scientist's side here Same. when they want to be upset with her and she's like, it is not my fault. You guys let the fucking fish out. You drained my pool. Well, I tried to tell you not to do that. And instead you, you hit me over the head. Over my head. <laughs> I could have fucking died, and then you wouldn't know, know anything about the fish that are in the lake that you let go. Even if you could fit hundreds of piranha into that tiny paddling pole, there's no fucking way that paddling pole is connected to the no, it doesn't water have a drain. The mountain, <laughs> there's Regardless, no drain in that. It's pool. not her fault. So if you'd let about, all the piranhas would be flapping around on the ground. That's what would have actually happened. Yeah. End of movie. Done. Problem Saved yeah. everybody. Move on. <laughs> We should also Where note that after they've, they've watched the dog literally get demolished in the water, she's now telling them thousands upon thousands of carnivorous fish are in this water. No one is even paddling the raft. They are just drifting no. down a river, really quickly going to get help. <laughs> he, at some point, is totally going to remember, I have a daughter <laughs> who's at a camp on the water. She also Is it the quickest way? She also asks just how dangerous are they? Which like one, you just saw them maul a dog as soon as it entered the water. So that's a stupid fucking question. Yes. And two, the scientist then follows it up by saying they kill more people than sharks every year, which I don't understand because they've been in her pool. So is she feeding she them people? Is that how they're general. killing more people? I think she means like piranhas overall. In general, not the ones like that she actually not piranhas. even these not even these ones. Not yeah. even mutated so these ones, ones presumably kill much even worse. more. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll give Be that afraid. line a slide then. <laughs> she's a scientist. She knows what she's talking about. She does science. 
She's the only one who knows what she's talking about this whole movie. Yeah, so this is a point where the father realized, hang on, yeah, I have a daughter. <laughs> she's in, she's meant to be in the water. The dam's going to open and let the water through. And then the raft comes across the kid. He's left on the upturned boat where dad died, just screaming, daddy, daddy. And the doctor dives in once again, like an absolute maniac. For Gets no got, reason. Of course, because you just explained how you shouldn't go into water and then yep. jumps into water. As the kid crawls over her bloodied body to get to the raft. Uh, and then they pull her onto the raft and I wrote down, she got got. Oh, no, she's not got. She's still breathing. Oh, no, she's got. Because <laughs> that's what happens. Yes. And what is their solution? Your- Instead of I, I'll go get a shovel like he had for his friend. He's like, let's just leave her on the raft and we'll yeah, carry out. her disgusting mutilated body with us on our slow, slow journey down the river. Seems sensible. Uh, the advert's being filmed. They're trying to sell land at Lost River. The blonde counselor's bikinied it, bikinied it up. Is that, is that how you say it? Sure. And the director's all upset because his his cameraman's calling cut. He's like, I am the one who gets <laughs> to say cut. <laughs> Did you either of you notice yeah. the fantastic kid in the background with the super intense farmer's tan? Who's sitting with his arms crossed no. and his hands in his armpits, like up to his ears? It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> he has like a really stark line from where his T-shirt has been all summer, and then he's just standing like the girl from Superstar. Very funny. <laughs> <laughs> Missed him, Mila Kunis. She's off crying. Classic. Uh, yeah, and then back on the raft. Classic Mila. Back on the raft, the kids zoned out on the doc's body, just staring at it <laughs> as it's bleeding into daddy, the water. Daddy, daddy, <laughs> Yeah, it starts thinking that this is his dad for some reason. And the piranhas turn up, start eating the boat. Oh, well, raft. Yeah, so they push the push the doc's body into the water, but it's already too late. But it's all right. They get to the bank. Everything's fine. And then Fish Boy just runs to the dam like a crazy person. <laughs> what? Like he could have done before they got on the raft. Maybe Run. as he was running, he was like, oh, wow, this is so much faster than just aimlessly <laughs> drifting yeah, down a I river. I realize. Wow. Spent my life just rafting everywhere. Wow. Never thought to use my feet. <laughs> so much quicker. Then we cut to the damn man who's meant to be doing the damn things. And he's listening <laughs> to a radio show about someone going on trial for molesting blind kids while cross-dressing. Yep. What? Yep. He's listening to the news, Al. He's educated. <laughs> I was like, was this topical at the time? Was there something going on in the media? I don't... This is really fucking what weird. What if like, play somebody was like, what, is, what are the only things that would distract somebody enough from turning a <laughs> wheel to open a dam? Well, you'd have to molest Listen. children. <laughs> what We're makes blind. it someone They're blind. also... And somebody is dressed as a woman, but he's a man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Got it. Believable. Got Write it. it in. But this is, I mean, this is terrible, terrible humor, and I'm confused. But the rest of the film is completely absent of this. So, so it, that's what makes it even weirder. It's like, if they're making this film, then make it. I would be confused, maybe appalled, but there's some character. <laughs> well, and then Fishboy runs around the corner, and the way he stops him is just to go, stop. Don't. <laughs> Do that. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, thank God, because I was really into this radio show. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, cha- another change, and another change I'm going to say is for the better. The cops show up. The government claim they've never heard of razor teeth. Um, so instead, we have the sheriff and JR. They're going to be the, protagon- uh, the antagonist. We don't get the government. They don't show up in this film. 
And I like that because they were ridiculous in the first movie. Well, yeah, but then they take away the the only lead female character that we had in the first one, which was the r- French scientist lady. That's true. Who was sleeping with the yeah. other doctor who... The yeah. dead doctor. <gasps> what if they had kept her and then they could have like branched into lesbians? That would have been so forward That would have been pretty good. It's, it's 90, 95, steady on. Um... Yeah, so she tells the sheriff to tell JR that his niece was probably killed at a test site, but he laughs it off. It's like, ah, I doubt that. I know I hired a PI, but I've suddenly had a change of heart. She's fine. Oh, yep. So Fishboy shows the map. Hang on. Piranha can get around the dam, Uh, which (laughs) it's like he the JR's and hang on. I remember you. From your lawyer days. So this is something we didn't bring up earlier. Huge change of the character here. He didn't used to work in a smelting plant and then retired. This guy now used to work as the lawyer who was meant to be protecting the smelting plant. But had a change of heart and basically didn't hand over some key evidence. So that it all got shut down. And then he got like ex- uh, like ostracized from his wife's entire family who owned the smelting plant, I think. Or involved in it in some way. No, it's, and his, the the people that he was defending were were trying to get it shut down or something because they kept talking about how he he was trying to back the like hippie earth lovers who were yeah. complaining about the pollution that the smelting plant was putting into the water. So he was trying. No, to No, but that's the point. Down. He was no, no, no. It's the opposite. His job was to protect the evil people. Oh, and he purposely didn't turn over evidence. Which then meant that they got fucked and they all had to shut down. Because he had to change the heart and suddenly realized what he's doing was evil. All right. So it's the JR guy then says, yeah, I remember you with your Save the Gay Feminist Cambodian Whale Group that shut down the smelting <laughs> plant. And then illegally, he throws them in a cell and calls it holding. Well, let's also reflect on the fact that he has now remembered that he has a daughter who is close to water yeah. with carnivorous fish. And instead... When they, when the police or whatever arrive and they put the little kid, finally there is a trajectory for that little kid story though. In the first one, he just disappears. No one sees him after they save him and he jumps to shore. At least in this one, you see him put in a car. But he, so he knows that his daughter is in danger. And instead of like, I have to go save my daughter before I do anything else. No, I'm going to go get in a cop car and go to this guy's office and have this discussion about dams and my backstory exposition yep. instead of going to save my daughter. Let's just, yep. yeah, he's a great and then they're gonna put father of the year. There's a point where he says he's, he's not going to put him in jail. He's going to put them in one of his nice new hotel rooms. He says, oh yeah, and you're just going to keep us in there. Right? It doesn't even do that. He literally puts them in jail. Yeah. <laughs> yep. This is bad. It's nighttime. Blonde counselor is in a rowing boat with the director as they are making their own home movie. He looks like the kid from the start of the movie. The director. Yeah, he does. Yeah, probably is. <laughs> this guy does. This actor does look familiar, and it's probably from probably like the other first 90s AD as well. films. Well, the director's talking about Ingrid Bergman shots, and it's just so eye rolling. <laughs> she gets her boobs out as well. That's the Roger Corman special. Two mm-hmm. boobs. Is there another one later? Because I think he always wants three, doesn't he? Uh, we'll see. I'm sure I would have written it down. Remember. But then she claims she's a good girl. Don't let her looks fool him. Uh, he says he can't swim, so he's come out on this boat for some kissy-kissy, which I think it's fair to assume from how she's been acting all day. Uh, yeah. 
But then also in her right, she decides to jump into the waters. No sexy time. Says you got to earn her. And then, yeah, he compares filming filming her in the water to Altman. Just throwing out all of the classic directors. Mm-hmm. She swims away, though, goes underwater, and then comes back up bloody and fighting off them piranhas. As he very, with a very people. steady hand, continues to film her. And not, like, even yep. hold an oar out for her to grab onto. Mm-mm. Which I'm thinking, oh, okay, they wrote in this whole new character, this whole new thing, that's cool. And this is why, because he's going to use that film tape to show people what's happening. Nope. Never comes back. No. No. He's just catatonic. Well, he does. Yeah, but it's worthless. Uh, And eventually he does help her, but just her seven arm. Um, And then the scene, just like someone just literally in the editing room just had a lunch break because it just cuts dead and the music cuts dead and there's there's nothing. It's just like... Yep. (laughs) And then we're into the next scene. (laughs) The sheriff and JR are chatting. JR says uh, his project is partially invested by some guys from the East Coast with vowels at the ends of their names. I miss that. That's what he says. And the other guy goes, oh. What? Vowels. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> does that, I swear to God, that's what that he says. Does that mean you're, you're more rich? Because you're like, I don't you know. a vowel? I thought maybe it was something Americans would know. I, mean, I was hoping you guys could illuminate me. I've never heard that before. I feel like that means so you're is this Italian. Is a political thing? <laughs> I don't <Right>. know. <laughs> what is a vowel at the end Tamara of your last once told name us. <laughs> You're the only well, one who has a vowel, one. Alan. You're the British I one. I know. That's true. Yeah. Well, that's probably me. And he said this was his first thing. This guy's like 74. And he said this is the first thing he hasn't had to use his father's money for. Which I feel by that age, if, you've, if you're a billionaire, you've, all your money has come from the same place. So by that point, how can you separate what you are using family money for and what you aren't for? I don't know. But that's why he's really into this one. Because it's something he's done by himself. However with people with vows at the end of their names also <laughs> investing in, which apparently is scary. Meanwhile, back in prison cell, P.I. girl, she's breaking out, mirroring the film Big Bus from Cell Block 7. <laughs> but with no... No... Co- what? The, what? She... She throws the toilet lid on the floor to break it, whereas in the first one, she used the toilet lid to whack the guard over the head, which makes a lot of sense. And in this one, she's like... Breaks it into hundreds of shards. Doesn't and then she break it in the first Paul, one? She does over his head. Oh. She knocks out the plumbing. No, she, she broke, she broke something because he's alone. No. Yeah, she, she did, but she didn't use shards. No. She You're used both the right. top You're of both the right. toilet lid. No, because she, break, she breaks it to like get his attention in the first one. Yeah, but her... But she doesn't use shards like this. She just uses oh. like a piece of it, a slab. Mm. Well, this lady is out for freaking blood because filling a sock full of ceramic <laughs> shards and whacking ceramic. someone over the head with it. Yeah. That guy is not waking up. No. And then she goes, oh, my God, I think I killed him. Oh, no, he's fine. That is her, no, he's not. That is her line at least four times throughout this film. I marked it down because she does that so many times. She's like, did I kill him? Oh, no, he's fine. Oh, I think he's dead. No, he's fine. Oh, he's dead. No, he's fine. And then, and then they still do like the shot of as they're escaping the police station, they throw because she has to take his pants off because he's got the keys on them. It's a joke again from the original. Right. And then they throw the pants at the cop. We haven't seen this cop, have we? That they're throwing the pants yeah, at? Yeah, he like, was the, one, the that was one, like, one that was talking to them. Yeah. Okay. He was the one that was like, I have memorable. to go out now. You don't want to wake up so and so because you'll get in big trouble, blah, blah, blah. And so she's like, don't worry. I feel worry, like I had more of a relationship with a cop. Yeah, and then they make a joke out of the guy who she's definitely killed with his happy face underwear. 
It's like, terrible. American flag with the ha- with the happy face emoticon before emoticons, by the way. Right. Well, we had <laughs> Minesweeper, so we had the happy face. Meanwhile, at the Lost River opening, another blonde girl, who I presume was the same girl for a second, she's also in a little red bikini. <laughs> but no, it's a different one. She's introducing with like some jazz sort of, what do you call these bands? Those sort of they look, they're Well, they're dressed like bands. a barbershop quartet, but nobody's singing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Everybody loves they, this music though. Yeah. Tell you what. They are oh, yeah, having a dancing. good time. And there's doing archery and there's like a nod to the first film where they were throwing darts at the, the uh girl. at the uh counselor. Yeah, the guy's face, the bad counselor. Yeah. Now it's the dead the dead blonde girls one. <laughs> They're doing archery into it. Yeah, Fishman and PI lady are driving. And that's when he suddenly realizes mid driving salt water. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Oh my gosh! And he realizes, oh, they tasted salt water earlier. I mean, sopranos can go anywhere. Yeah, they might as well not bother. That's what the really freaking scientist it. told you. Mila Kunis, she's hiding from all the fun. Can't blame her. She's got a scraped like knee again, a but it never is addressed. No, nope. no, don't even try and color it in on this one. I know. There's some red on her bandage. There's no talk of periods or anything. It's like, no, all the fun's gone. I also want to, re- I forgot to mention how wonderful the counselor's advice to me, Lacunas, at the, the first conversation they had was where she's like, what did she say? She's like, stay away from all lakes, rivers, and oceans until you're not afraid anymore. <laughs> that is her advice to her about, tip. you'll like the water if you just stay away from it for the rest of your it's like life. Like if you got vertigo. Yeah. I got some advice for you. Don't go upstairs. Yeah, but it's she. May, she does it as though she's like, if you just stay away from the ocean, eventually yeah. you won't Fear be afraid of it anymore. Go away. <laughs> or you'll just forget it exists. Right. Move to Middle America. Yeah. You never have to look at it ever again. Exactly. Everything's fine. Uh, her dad's driving like an absolute maniac, but very slowly in happening. this one. Well, in his shot, this thing in his shots of him. It's like no one had told him how the whites were going to look because he's, he's so just like calm. looking chilled as fuck. It's like fuck. you're just sliding down a hill going back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Even as she's still yelling at him, ball! He's like, do, do, do. It's fine. Yeah, cut to that B-roll. Works for everything. <laughs> Piranhas start attacking the kids. Mila does the thing where she's like, I'm going to get a boat. I'm going to overcome my water phobia right out that arc. Goes to save her favorite counselor. But counselor gets got. Now, this is the one that I didn't actually bother going back for. Is this a, Did they reuse the same shot from a different actor of her getting pulled under the water? Or is this have they recreated it? I think it they here? recreated it. Yeah, because it's not as I good. thought they recreated it. But I just don't believe that they were putting any effort into this film <laughs> to recreate something like that. I mean, it's just not as good. Do you so see that this film exists? That's the effort that they put into recreating the first one. An entire it movie. It barely exists. It barely, anything is too hard to just like, just take it from the first one and edit it in. Yeah, but they don't even put the effort that the first one did where you actually see her like bloodied body being pulled down. This one, it's just, they let's do. just do it shot. down. No, you don't really see her though in the way that the first one no, was. No, the first one was, was a like, lot better. It's just more like, it's just red tinted water. I feel water. like it was. But I didn't want to. You two, okay. You two keep. You two talk, vamp. I'm gonna check it. Can we right talk now. about what? not this movie? Because there's very little left that I want to say about this movie. Well, we're near the end. Other we're than the end. I have a lot of notes about how it's 
the the first one just not as good. <laughs> Which so I didn't think was possible. Like I thought the first one was so bad that like how it could was one be worse? Especially if it's just like beat for beat the same movie. It was making me laugh throughout watching this because I knew that after reviewing the second Piranha spawning film and you guys were both like, I would rather watch this than the first one any day. And I was like, well, too bad. You have to we watch the first one again. This one. <laughs> Just even scrubbing through the first one now, this seems so much better. In <laughs> yeah. It's so much better. I completely forgotten that the piranhas, when they first attack the kids, they just go straight for a kid's genitals. Yeah. So that's yes. when they start the attack. Yes. Yep. It's like the opposite of the spawning one where they go right for the jugular and this one they go for toes. <laughs> That's the big thing is toes. Not as good. Okay, um, I just I just watched her shot in the original. Now I'm going to the remake. This is how much time we need to pad out in this episode. <laughs> we don't. This movie is already too long. We don't need to draw out a podcast about it. That's all I kept thinking as well. Is I was like, was the first one really this long? Because this feels really long. Yep. Even when they first got to the, um, to, or they're leaving the the test site, it's only half an hour into the movie, and I stopped it, and I was like, "God dang, this is this is long." I think I stopped it at a similar part because a friend called me, and as soon as I paused it and saw that I wasn't even halfway through the movie, I was like, "Are you serious?" Yeah. <laughs> so I th- I think I think. They're the same shot, but they actually don't use the hot entirety of it. So like in the original one, you'd get a lot more at the beginning where the blood like floods the screen and then gradually she gets pulled back. In this one, you're just getting the end of the tail end of the shot for some right. weird reason. Yeah. Um, so I think they are reusing footage, mm-hmm. but it's just not the whole. Well, they use the footage. bad part of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I, what I just said. It's the but, that, but that's film. what I thought. It's like, that's what's brilliant. I think, and you know, oh, well, and it makes sense why. It's because they don't want to reshoot that. But it's a different actress, yeah. clearly. So you can't use the up close bit. You got to use the bit where she's on the right. Yeah. This fucking movie. Um. So he's like, "All right, daughter, you're good, right? Cool. I'm gonna go to the resort. Off he runs again like a maniac. You can handle uh, all this everything's children, happening. Yeah? You can handle Wait. this. What are the counselors? Those Your fucking first bloody stubs his gig. legs. That guy needs to go to the emergency room. Your seven year old daughter cannot handle this, bro. No. What are you? What? Are, no. She's fucking Mila Kunis. She's great. And then so, there is um, like a really sad scene where she's like, everybody get your buddy's hand. And there's that one girl on the end without a with buddy. With no one's buddy. She's no so one's hand. <laughs> oh, well, it's insane. Because yeah, the fucking crazy shot just out of nowhere of a counselor with his legs completely eaten yes. away. And he's just sitting staring at them. And the kids are just watching him. And no one's saying anything or screaming. It's insane. And then he, instead of taking said counselor... To the hospital in his, yep. he doesn't even Car. bring him with him. He just leaves him there to bleed out. He's got to get to the resort. So yeah, scuba divers, water skiing, <sighs> tiny ponies, everything's happening. It's very exciting at this resort. I will say it feels a little more believable in terms of like last time we're like people wouldn't be scuba diving in this no. river. I feel like this is a slightly bigger resort. It's mildly more believable. It's still, still- a river. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. They're not scuba diving and there's no coral reefs in the bottom of a river. <laughs> what is happening? Um, the governor's come to CGR's opening. 
Uh, and then he's ringing. Uh, this doesn't even pay off. He's meant to ring up his friends at newspaper to tell them they might get some crank calls and because uh, he doesn't believe any of this piranha nonsense really happening. We learn here that he's paying off the sheriff. And then we get just a strange shot of a of a, a obese guy falling over when he sees a hot girl, which was a strange decision. trying to splice weird comedy into this. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of this movie. I'm so tired. All right, we'll get, well, let's, let's just get it. Scuba guy, he gets got. JR turns off every single phone and gets all the incoming to reroute through to him. <laughs> Wish I had that power. <laughs> Turn off all the phones. <laughs> the girls driving a water ski. They're not fucking with him this time. They're just they're just a bit confused. Uh, but the shot of as they're going fast of him screaming is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and they speed up and he's just like, <laughs> 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 And then the piranha attacked the resort. The speedboat cuts for a fishing boat, which would have happened without a piranha, I think, because the girls are just distracted for a minute. The girls literally then, go, woohoo, afterwards, by the way. It's not, it's not even caused by the piranhas. No, they're just, they're they're just looking behind them. And then the jet ski guy is getting nibbled on, and then there's an explosion. <laughs> that was pretty funny. He had like one cut yeah. on his foot. He's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> the sheriff gets got in a blink and you'll miss it moment. There's a girl just screaming in her bikini as she crawls across like the muddy bank and she is giving it her all. Yeah. She's like, I'm in a fucking movie. I'm gonna do this right. right. More enthusiasm than everyone else in this cast. Um, <laughs> and then JR's told, actually, Piranha. He's <laughs> like, like, I oh, told you to stop yeah. saying that, but the Piranha. What about the Piranha? piranha? Fishboy and PI Girl, they arrive in all the mayhem. They're too late. So they decide, you know what? Let's pollute the bastards to death by using the smelting plant. And on their drive there, they suddenly realize in the script, oh shit, we didn't give him the job at the smelting plant. So he has to throw in the sentence, oh, I toured here once. Well, he was the lawyer for that. I know, but you wouldn't know how to work it. No. Just because you're a lawyer of, you know, whatever industry doesn't mean you understand how to mechanically run that industry. I feel you. I don't care. I've completely tuned out at this point. I'm like, please be over. JR sees the mayhem. So we pan up to the grand opening in what I presume is meant to be a meaningful moment. It's not. Uh, Fishboy gets PI Girl to count to 200 this time. Wasn't it 100 the first time? Or was it 200? Yeah, because 200 is yeah. crazy long to hold your breath. Yeah, but look at him. As Hero. he, like, sweetie, let's count together while I touch your face. I was like, this is such a weird moment. Uh, so weird. Yeah, his line is, his line is come on, honey. <laughs> you can count. I know you can. can. Show me. You can do it. Show me how you can count. Let's, and she really let's can. do it together. She, she really can because it's great because you start with her counting. She's looking all <laughs> intense. And by the time, you can tell by the time the actors get into like 80, she's just like, she starts to enjoy it. So, oh, 81, 82, 82. <laughs> <laughs> She gets to 200. The piranha have been attacking him while he's down there, but don't worry. Turn the thing. The smelt got out. Everything's going to die. There's no way. Everything. He, uh, he, she, they, he starts getting attacked at 100. So he's only halfway done. Those things are freaking giant that are attacking him. Oh, I was yeah. like, the dog was dissolved in less than 10 seconds. You're not surviving for 100 no. seconds under that water. No. No. Uh, but yeah, she she blazes out of there. He gets pulled through and somehow doesn't get impaled on that window that he had to creep through earlier, which he absolutely would have. Yep. Um, and then she pulls up the severed rope. Thinks he's dead. No, no, there he is. Oh, in a polluted oh, lake. Oh, eaten to pieces. 
Just straight. He's destroyed. Yeah. He, they straight up steal this scene of him coming out of the water from Friday the 13th, by the way. Yeah. Jason do. emerging like that. So we come to the end of the mayhem. They're pulling in the director to let us know. Don't worry, he's fine. Still clutching his camera. Uh, Mila Kunis is looking for her dad. And then we have this moment when she bumps into JR. She eyeballs him. Eyeball. <laughs> he has no idea you know who she is, did. so I don't know what. <laughs> oh, he knows. That's Mila Kunis giving you the fucking eyeball. <laughs> Stink eye from Mila. You know. I love how her dad's so like, he, Daddy's gonna be just fine. No, you're not, bro. You just got you have some obvious facial scarring for the rest of your life. He's gonna be like, like half face. What's his you name? You think JR's gonna have learned something to have this moment where he like walks off from an interview and instead he just fires his assistant and then he takes out a gun and kills himself. Yep. Yep. While dead animal heads are watching. Yep. They're really dark. I wouldn't even call it dark. I no. feel that's too much of a I was compliment. not expecting that. I was not expecting it. It was it surprised me. And then we get yeah, this bloodied badge of the Lost River Estate and Resort just to, you know, hammer that nail in. Mila finds her dad, like you said. He's overacting as always. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm so cold. Oh. <laughs> And then they talk, don't worry, nothing bad can happen. The piranha can't swim in salt water. But we know they can because two people said, salt water. Salt water. <laughs> and, and then one we cut to shots of the beaches. It. Yeah, there was they a taste test. And other things. Setting up a sequel, we cut to the beaches, just like the first film, seeing the ocean as it turns to red. But in this one, fucking awesome rock song kicks in <laughs> with lyrics like killer, mutant, piranha, gonna end your life. <laughs> this song, did you listen to this song? No, I turned this off. As I did too. I, I heard like the instruments start. It's 100% like, the nope. best thing, the best bit of the movie. <laughs> it's the end song in the end credits. Can it's you sing more of fantastic. it to us? Fantastic. Yeah. You know what? If I could dig it up, I'd put it in for the editing, but I doubt <laughs> it's ever been. I'd have to rip it off the fucking file and that's too much effort. But honestly, it's pretty great. My, <laughs> it's pretty fucking My final note was I think I'd rather watch Piranaconda, which is the other I was interested just from the yeah, Amazon Prime gives you. <laughs> that was the first <laughs> yeah. one that popped up and I was like, "Ooh, is this on our list?" <laughs> well, hello. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we just have to rewatch the first movie again with worse actors. <laughs> So we blazed through that. Uh, that was Piranhas, 1995. But how do we feel about it? <laughs> I Katie do Watson. not know. <laughs> Just go back to the first one and opposite of my reaction. So you loved this one. I do not. Do not love this. Goodbye. <laughs> I don't know how this has a better rating on IMDb than spawning because at least spawning Point is one better. freaking fun man this yeah. is awful it's offensive boring. to spawning that this one yeah. is three everyone go on to imdb and rate spawning we really need at least to i'm gonna do that or as, soon as we finish recording all right not that i mean do you have anything does anyone want to say anything i we normally sum things I up mean, are we done <laughs> for me this it's like they, which I haven't wasted my life to go back and actually like read the reviews on IMDb of the first movie. 
but it's as if the filmmakers did that and just addressed people's minor problems with it. Like, why are they on a raft? Again, I haven't seen the IMDb reviews. I'm just assuming the problems that we had, other people also had. So they need a reason to ride a raft. So they put in a line where she's like, how do we get there? And he's like, via a raft. And they're like, great, did that one. Second problem, don't have a backstory on her. They're like, we'll have her in a meeting for a minute and a half, but she will have no credibility through the rest of the film. And they remade, the, that's all they changed. They remade the entire first movie, changed people's IMDb complaints, and made it worse by doing that because they put in an effort to change things that were wrong and they didn't put an effort to actually make a movie. Yep, pretty much, pretty much. Katie's zoned out. <laughs> there this you is go. what they added with an eagle screech at the end, but <laughs> act like you're killing like. the dolphin and then it flies and gets captured by an eagle. That is what they added to this movie. So this is what I was worried these first three films was going to be like, was this. And last week I said, we might be on the run of the greatest franchise we've ever covered at We Are Geeks. Because I enjoyed the first one enough. Second one I had a fucking blast with. <laughs> and now we hit a brick wall. Yeah. We are... Dead. We are the crazy scientists who stole the car and ran into a stuffed deer and we've just overturned and rolled down the bank. And it's going to be about, can next week, can we get swimming? Back into the uh, back into the good waters. You mean floating? Because this isn't it. Floating slowly. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Okay. Just rafting yeah. down. Because this is just pointless. Is the word. I mean, I have no problem with remakes. I have no problem with you know even Gus Van Sant's one of Psycho. It's at least interesting because it's literally shot by shot and done by someone who has talent. This is no one here has talent. And Mila other Kunis than maybe does. Mila Kunis. Excuse you. <laughs> I mean, and again, the dog. let's be clear. I enjoy Mila Kunis, but she's not an, an incredible actress. She is a great person. Sure. There's just no, there's no point in anything with this film. It's just, a, and then in my head, I was like, oh, this is going to be a sanitized version. It's not even that. Like, there is some blood and there are some boobs. So, I mean, I guess at least it has those things. I was worried it would be completely sanitized for TV. I don't know Showtime. I guess they allow that stuff on this. Um, that surprised me. And I will say they do fix some of the problems of the story. They do. I think they make it a little simpler. Everything ties in a little bit better. However, none of that means anything because I care even less than i did in the original about anything that's happening and i don't think it's just because we've seen the original i really don't there's just no no one's having any fun here that goes from the directors i mean joe dante directed the first one that's a director who knows how to have fun yeah there's there's just nothing here it's just sucked dry of anything and this is a fucking piranha movie you can't take yourself seriously you can't right you can't 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 and they really try it, this is terrible. Terrible movie. Just because it's so fucking dull. It's just like a plagiarized However, book report of a of a film. That's what it feels like. Exactly. Uh, this film did teach me one thing. Which I noticed as I wrote down my notes. Which is how to spell the word counselor. I've been doing <laughs> it with an eye. It kept telling me it was wrong. I eventually figured it out. And I had to write it down so many times. By the time I got to the end of writing this, the notes for this movie... I now know how to spell counselor. So thank you, Prandus995. You taught me something. I appreciate that. Let's move on. If you already know how to spell counselor, you don't need to watch this movie. No, you're good. Yeah. That's my advice to everybody. 
All right, we're going to talk about next week's movie in a brief second. But before we do that, please do remember to go and support us by subscribing and rating. You can then also uh, watch our movie Starfish. It's now up on the Hulus. So you can watch it uh, there and voice your opinion online. Don't forget to talk about indie movies. Don't forget to watch them even if you hate them because your life, your time means nothing to us. Um, (laughs) You can also watch it on Amazon, Xbox, PlayStation, Vudu, and other things like that. You can also buy the soundtrack for it by going to iTunes, typing in Starfish soundtrack or something, and score will come up. There's a song in there too. The other tracks, I'm afraid, we can't afford the licenses. Who are you kidding? Go on uh, Spotify. Someone's made, well, a couple of people have made some playlists there. Enjoy that. What else can you do? Follow me on stuff. I am Mr. Al White. I talk about nonsense on Twitter. I do 35 millimeter photos of half naked people on Instagram. And on, what else am I on? Well, anything else? Xbox, play video games. I've had so many people approach me in the last couple of weeks to confidentially concern themselves with those photos, by the way. They're like, do you, do you know what Al is doing on Instagram? <laughs> Are you really? And I was like, You're like it's yeah. on Instagram. It's under his name on Instagram. I am aware. They're like, oh, okay. <laughs> He's not having sex with them. <laughs> like, it's fine nice photos. it's art it's like he takes them on film it's not easy plus have you well, met those women easy. they're not great to work with some of them i've met some of them <laughs> in case any of them are listening to this i will neither confirm them no them. not the ones that you've done the, <laughs> the pictures of yeah. but other models that you've worked with in the past nightmares I will say most of the photos up recently were from Canadian models, and they were very nice. Going against all that you'd think of Canadians being assholes, Canadians are nice people. <laughs> uh, Katie, where can people see photos and listen to your thoughts? Uh, you can tweet at me at Watson Dearest, where I post seemingly or funny to me things. And then on my dearest Watson on Instagram, there are food photos. Yes, Allie has just posted the best character from the first film who <laughs> is absent stop motion friend he's precious i love him Allie, what about you um i am on people need to see that video you yeah did of the magnetic i'm thing. on twitter but apparently it's private unlock it <laughs> my take the chastity belt off my your twitter, twitter. And let people... <laughs> my twitter handle is hello i am holland like the country and exactly. my Instagram is Ali Sue. I also do 35 millimeter photos, but no naked people. So just don't even bother following God me. God damn it. Ali, was- Ali and I are planning a collaboration, though, where she'll take the photos and then I will do the food for a half naked woman to then yeah. eat or something. So we're working on it. If you have any advice, you know. Get some naked get men. Get us. some half, half penises in there. No. Why do only that? half a no. penis? Well, I don't show the full news. It's Instagram. You're not allowed oh, to. Right. I don't know how much of a penis you're allowed to show before you're not allowed to show anymore on Instagram. Hmm. Find out. Let's, on let's Instagram test it. <laughs> Pun intended. Thank you. Thank you. Very good. Guys, I know you're feeling down, but guess what? Next week, we're going to enter 2010. A whole different era. We're going to skip 15 years Woo-hoo! of doldrums. And we're going to get a new remake that I, now that I've seen all these films, I'm going to tell you a couple of things about it. Number one, it's much closer to Piranha 2. Gracias a Dios. Mm-hmm. It takes more from that than, than the other films. I do not remember that there's a raft even in it. 
So be excited. Don't make uh, promises you can't keep. Number two, there's definitely a lot of blood and a lot of boobs. I can promise you that with uh, next week's film. It's not number double three. D, it's men. No, that's the okay. week after. Something to number look three. To. It's meant to be in three D. I've seen it in three D, but obviously I don't think we're going to be able to for this screening. And last fact, guys, it's directed by Alexandra Aja. <laughs> don't know if that sound will <laughs> Directed by Alexandra fucking Aja, the director of High Tension, otherwise known as Switchblade Romance, one of my favorite horror films of all time. Just directed Crawl, which came out this year. So good. This is a great... Did the Hills of Eyes remake. Did some other stuff in between. Isn't that great? Is this Pearl is one of them? <laughs> Will it be? We will find out. But come on, you got to be slightly more excited after this week to have that director behind the wheel of a big budget, I mean, lots of blood. The only way we can go from here is up. So that's a positive. I hope so. You'd hope so. You'd hope so. Yeah, we will find out next week. I'm excited. It's got a guy from Back to the Future in it as well. What more do you want? Until then, we are out. Geeks. 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 <laughs>